Welcome to the Learning Exchange, where L&D and HR professionals can dig deep into the ever-changing landscape of online learning and talent development. Each episode, we'll explore innovations in learning and discuss best practices with special guests from inside and outside the learning world. L&D is evolving, and the Learning Exchange is here to help you keep pace. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Learning Exchange. On today's episode, vulnerability, authenticity, and partnership in the employee experience. Couple of questions to start off this uh, podcast episode. How much vulnerability would you say is on display in your daily interactions at work? And I mean, for you personally. Now, same question, but does your answer change when you think about the level of vulnerability that you might see displayed in your leadership teams? Does your company talk about partnership in relation to the employee experience or is the experience more of a one-way directed journey? In 2021, people are leaving their jobs in numbers that we haven't seen in quite a while. And more specifically, they're leaving in many cases with no plan. They're not leaving to go to another job they've lined up. They're leaving because they have reached the end of their rope. Um, They've realized through the pandemic that life is too short to settle and just exist. So we as humans have uh, articulated over the last 18 months that more and more, we need to ensure that we are adding value and that we are being valued. However, even though we've reconciled that and we have uh, in many cases admitted and spoken out loud that that is our stance as a, an employee, it hasn't made it any easier for our mindsets to shift in ways that would enable us to comfortably display vulnerability and approach things with more of a partnership mindset at work. And what I mean by partnership in context of the employee experience is, is Probably what you think I mean, uh, meaning it's a two-way relationship. Um, It is not, we tell you what to do and you do it. It is really in 2021 and beyond, this is a reciprocal partnership where we both are giving 100% to the relationship. We are setting expectations and we are asking for certain things in regard to performance, but we're also inviting you to bring your voice, to bring your opinion, your ideas and help shape the experience. How often do you or your employees get in the weeds and have difficulty finding your way out? How often do you get overwhelmed and you still remain silent instead of asking for help? I think it's safe to say most of you listening, myself included, do find ourselves in that spot. It doesn't matter how long we've been in our professions, how long we have been doing what we've been doing, at some point we all can find ourselves in the weeds or we can all find ourselves feeling a bit overwhelmed and maybe it's just easier to remain silent instead of asking for help. But consider what kind of response you'd get if you were to ask all of the employees at your company those same two questions. Now that's a a frightening thing to think about, especially if the response that 
you're hearing as you're asking yourself that question, what would all my employees say? If all of your employees would say, yep, we find it easier just to stay quiet, um, kind of grin and bear it, get through it. That is frightening. What this tells us though, is that far too often people are in need of help, but they either don't know how to ask for help or they're fighting with pride and ego. And so they don't acknowledge that they need help. Both are very, very difficult situations. In addition, trust could be a huge factor that might prevent people from acknowledging and discussing these things. There might be a fear of retaliation. Maybe your employees don't trust that by raising their hand and saying, I need help, uh, that they won't be tagged with some sort of a negative skew for, uh, that might prevent them from being considered for future opportunities. Uh, additionally, it might be that they feel like displaying vulnerability could put them in that same camp. And I think this comes from years and years and years of conditioning. We are often, as every person I talk to has had virtually the same experience when we think about education, right? We all go to school, we sit in the classroom, the teacher sits in the front of the room, and they tell us what to do, when to do it, how to do it. Um, we must follow the processes, the procedures, even though we all learn differently and we all think differently, we all have to align uniformly on these concepts. In addition, for those of us that played sports, um, I think that you know it, it is an unhealthy thing in our culture that makes us conditioned to think that uh, vulnerability equals weakness. Vulnerability equals humanity. Um, it, it helps display that we do have many layers and that it, we're not perfect, we're not immune to situations or circumstance. So how could we as learning and development help in this situation? There's quite a bit that we can do. Uh, first of all, we just have to recognize that we have access to the entire employee population in ways that maybe other departments don't. Um, so there are ways we could leverage that reach for the greater good, especially as it comes to uh, displaying vulnerability, authenticity, and, and really expressing in action the idea of partnership in the employee experience. Uh, we could focus on ensuring that we are communicating where help resources could be found. Maybe it's in the form of training or documentation, process, et cetera. Sometimes it's the most obvious things that we can overlook. So while this may not be the job of LD, we should find all the ways that we can to leverage our voice and trust and reach with employees to plug the holes we see. So maybe because we know we have access to the entire population, if we see resources, if we see opportunities to point people in a direction, um, let's do it. We could also provide a framework for employees on how to self-assess, diagnose, and understand how to spot the signs and signals for when help is needed. Sometimes when we're in the middle of the forest, we can become really disoriented and something as simple as having a guide or a checklist of things to do can bring us back to center and help us reorient to find our way forward. Um, I would challenge each learning and development team to consider building 
a formal training program or finding some sort of off-the-shelf content that provides information to help your employees learn more about the topic. Uh, sometimes even going outside the bounds and having informal resources can be more beneficial because when we go into the more informal resources, there's usually not a lot of tracking and visibility to who is consuming. And as mentioned previously, maybe our employees are not sure how to spot the signs of when they're in distress and need to ask for help, or they can spot the signs, but they are uncomfortable doing so because of the trust factor or because they have been conditioned that expressing vulnerability and asking for help means weakness. Uh, so consider training programs, both formal and informal, to try and help surround your employees with enough information to really develop that skill of how to identify when I am in the midst of uh, an overwhelming tidal wave versus when I'm just really stressed out about a project. Two very different scenarios that might warrant two very different motions as it relates to seeking help. Um, another way that we as learning and development can really help in this situation is leading by example and displaying vulnerability. Far too often I hear employees make statements that indicate their perception of both human resources and learning and development is that the teams are superhuman and free from flaw because we are the keeper of the knowledge, we are the keeper of the culture, the owners of the policy. It can be really hard for employees to truly relate to us at times in context of the do as I say, not as I do mindset. I found personally tremendous benefit when I am willing to open myself up and lead by example and be vulnerable. Um, asking for help, admitting that I don't have all the answers, admitting that I might be wrong in a situation. Uh, when, when people realize that you are willing to take that step, they're more comfortable and have more trust because someone's gone before them, especially if you are in a position of leadership. So um, try encouraging your leaders to also take this step and publicly lead by example and expressing that vulnerability and uh, hoping that it, it results in building trust so that the employee population follows suit. The last tip here is really um, meaningful interactions. Finding as many ways as possible to create meaningful connections and interactions with your employees as learning and development, as a, any employee in a company, taking the time to go a step beyond the how are you doing today conversation. Take a few minutes to ask some unexpected questions in your interactions with people. Give them a very, a very real signal that you have a genuine interest in understanding how they're doing and if they have any feedback to share. Yes, it, it can be a slippery slope because you may get the occasional, here's all of the world's problems going to lay at your doorstep. Um, but it can make all the difference in the world when you take the time to get to know someone. Building meaningful interactions can really snowball very quickly. Uh, as a tip, maybe think about building a library of these fun get to know you kind of questions and pull one or two of them into a conversation when you have the chance. It doesn't have to be the hallway conversation or the virtual drive-by conversation. It can be in a meeting can be an all different points of interaction, but just changing it up 
so that you are signaling to your employees that they really matter. Goes a long way toward opening the door for them to express vulnerability, for them to ask for help, and ultimately feel confident that there is a partnership relationship between employer and employee. As a leader, it's also very important to always understand the footprint of your shadow. And what I mean by that is who all, understand who all is observing, watching your behavior and leveraging your actions as a cue. This can be said for people leaders, for project leaders, as well as for individual contributors who lead by influence. For every one person who's observing you, there's someone observing them. And the cycle repeats and it can get pretty overwhelming if you think about it too hard. So try not to go too many cycles deep. But at its core, the message here today is really understanding the power of expressing vulnerability, being authentic, and helping to establish a partnership mindset in your employee experience can unlock tremendous potential for your employees, for your teams, for your company, and for your customers.